How are you with handling change, by the way? Do you do well with it? Are you a champ or are you just not uh, not so great? I, I am the latter of those two. Not good. But I promise you, this is one of my favorite mental health Mondays. Leah's got some great advice that you can use when you hit that moment, which you know is going to happen. Life-changing advice today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Happy that you are here. So thankful that you are here. This is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast, obviously. Uh, We got three principles in case you're new to our show. We live, we laugh, we love my mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot, laugh, laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I am happy to start this week's shows by telling you. You can't hear me, could you? Sorry, I put mute. Um, I'm excited (laughs) to start. It's almost like they didn't want me to be told. Uh Uh, I'm excited to start this week's shows by telling you that I am COVID free. Yes. Awesome. Found out Friday. And I don't know. This is a very peculiar way because I've never had the city test me before. Like, mom, when you get your your COVID test results, how do they come to you? Um, Let me think about it. I think they called me. Mm. See, I've never had been called before. I've always logged into an app and they you know, send results and you log in, you get them that way, right? Yeah. So this time I got it done through the city. Yeah. And I don't know if there's some kind of protocol they have to go through mm-hmm. to like make them sell, like make it a credible. I don't know. So this guy called, I missed a call, call him back, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, so it's Baltimore City. Um health department we just need to we need to speak to you like it's very it's very vague you're like well shit like is this going to be bad news or good news or what <laughs> right like uh-huh. <laughs> i need to re- discuss your results with you and you're like oh boy all right well let me that's like the longest most ang- anxious time period ever between the voicemail receiving and the uh, getting the results for me it was with always like anything with medical you're anything, not right? kidding like you're, you're not just waiting kidding. like oh what's gonna happen yes, the minutes I, are hours I feel like the guy I was talking to there really took advantage of that power. Like it was like a, it was like his way of like trying to one up me a little bit there. So oh. I call, right? Yeah. And this guy literally, I've never, ever in my life, and I'm talking about bank, finances, social security office. <laughs> I've never had so many security questions asked of me to get my COVID results. You're kidding. So it was like, I need your first name, your last name. Okay. Address. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to know your, um, what were some of the questions? He kept going on phone number. I need to know your date of birth. I need to know your, um, the day you got your test taken, which mm-hmm. I was like, uh, Wednesday. Like, I don't, I, I don't have a calendar in front of me. I'm not quite sure the exact day that it was. He's like, Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Um, like I was trying to break in to get somebody's COVID results over here. Right. He was very, That's he was, so his weird. job very seriously. And then he asked me the name of the facility that I got taken. I couldn't like remember. I was like, uh, I don't, I don't know the one over Hamden. Like, I don't, I can't remember the exact, uh, exact title what of it. What in the world? I don't know. Very bizarre. So with all that said, I, um, <laughs> he didn't ask for your social security number. Did I don't he? think, yeah, he may have, to be honest with you. There was oh. literally about seven or eight questions. And I, I mean, again, I'm okay with a security question or two, right? Right. But I've never been, I mean, this, this is a whole process, right? So, wow. and then like, I feel like he really tried to play with my emotions. He was like, yes, sir. I've got your results for your COVID test right here. Oh, 
no, he I, drug um, it out. Yeah, he was like, I um, uh, want to just go ahead and inform you of oh your results God. now. Oh um, it looks <laughs> like the results of your test from whatever, September the 8th. At such and such a place. At, I, I, I was like, what? Because you're like, what are my results? <laughs> like, what? And he's like, is <laughs> negative. And I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. All right, cool. Thank you so much. How long did that phone conversation take? Well, that could have been the end of it. And it still oh. would have been kind of a pain in the ass. But, like, it got worse. Oh, no. So then the guy proceeded. And, like, I was so desperately trying to get out of this conversation. I should have just hung up on him. But he was like, so it would appear that as of the date of, you know, whatever, 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 mm-hmm. you uh, were, didn't, were not positive for the COVID virus um, that, you know, that may have changed since you left. And I was what? like, okay. He's uh, like, you could be, you know, you could have contracted it since you left. I was like, okay, all right, cool. He was like, can I ask the reason of why you wanted to come get a COVID test? And I was like, no. I, I wasn't feeling good. I just want to be careful. You know, he's like, okay, I'm just going to write that down real quick. Uh, okay. And then literally he had to proceed to tell me if I were to have had COVID. Oh no. The things that I should have done. Oh no. And it was, and literally I was like, I, in, <laughs> about maybe 60 seconds into the spiel. Oh, he was like, if you were to have been tested positive for COVID, you should make sure that you, you know, quarantine it's the, the whole thing we all know. Right. Oh, um, yeah. and I was like, no, I'm, I'm good. Like I'm, I'm good. I was just, you know, I just wanted to make sure that I was, that I was have good, a nice you know, day. and didn't have, he's like, he's like, okay. But just so you know, if you were to have had COVID, I was like, he's not gonna let me get off the phone. Uh-uh. Like this man is literally not going to let me get off the phone to listen to this whole entire spill. So I, then I sat there. I'm like, okay, oh, all right. Gosh. Well, thanks. Thanks so much. Thanks. And literally whole thing's probably seven, eight minutes, unnecessarily oh, no. seven, eight minutes spent. Mm-mm. Let me actually see. Let me see if I can go back and look how long the whole duration. It may have not been that wow. long, but in my head, you have some calls that you're like, that seemed like that was an hour and a half. Yes. That could have easily, okay, here it is right here. Let me see. Um, duration was... Seven minutes, seven minutes to get my results. That is crazy. So that was interesting. Anyway, I'm COVID free, so that's good. (laughs) And now you know what you should have done if you had it. If you had it. Oh, yeah, I know exactly. We all do. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, Tell me, please tell me that you didn't have to wait on hold for this guy for 15 minutes. No, no. I mean, they answer okay. right away. Okay. I well, mean, it was just have nothing to do. literally just seven minutes of talking <laughs> about nothing. I literally didn't know if I was positive or negative. And since I'm negative, nothing else seconds. matters. Oh, Doesn't matter God, after that, you know? Riot. I'll tell you another funny story from the weekend. I finally got a PlayStation 5. <laughs> now, in case you're new to our podcast, you don't listen every day. This has been a saga <laughs> for... Months. months. I yes. mean, let me see when the PlayStation 5 was released. Hang on. It was November the 12th, 2020. Mm-hmm. So since November the 12th of 2020, I have been attempting to get a PlayStation 5. <laughs> now, funny thing about it is I don't even want a PlayStation 5. <laughs> um, I, I don't know that I will ever even play a PlayStation 5. <laughs> Actually, as I... Before I went and picked it up today, I um, or not today, it was yesterday, I was being responsible. And I was like, well, since I 
have a, a PlayStation five, I don't need my Xbox one anymore. That was the generation before and it was an Xbox. And I was like, well, I, I should probably sell this, to try to recoup some of the money that I'm, you know, going to make mm-hmm. towards this other one. Right. Uh-huh. Um, so I, um, I decided to, to sell it on eBay. It's going to go on eBay today. Well, good. Uh, with that said, as I was packing up my Xbox, I probably had no joke. I probably had 10 games total for the Xbox. Uh huh. Um, I, I think I may have played two of them. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> As I was packing, oh, no. I was like, I bought a second controller for the Xbox. I, I never played it with anybody else. Yeah. I never played. Nobody ever used that second controller ever. <laughs> I may have spent an out total of like 15 hours on the Xbox that I, oh, so, wow. so I don't know. I had this really weird OCD obsession with trying to get the new PlayStation five. And really the only reason I wanted it was there was one game that I wanted that I realized actually came out for the Xbox one that I already had. So I was like, Oh, well, that's cool then. Um, but then I, uh, I wanted it because I couldn't find it. Right. Like, exactly. There was, there was this like FOMO. It's the thrill of the hunt. That everybody else had one uh-huh. and I didn't have one. Uh huh. <laughs> and so I was like, well, now I want to like get it. So for like, if you've listened or watched me on social media, like I have like really gone through <laughs> and like I follow different websites that sends out alerts when things restock or Twitter accounts that like, and ha- have at least once or twice a week since November the 12th, tried to get one of these things unsuccessfully. So <laughs> Friday, um, I get a tweet from this one Twitter account that it's called Wario 64 in case you want to follow if you're trying to find one. Mm. And they sit at like my 740 is like the busy, busy time of a morning show. That's when like the most people are typically listening between like 7:30 and 8, right? Uh-huh. So at about 7 36. Uh-oh. I'm about to go on back on the air in four minutes. I get a tweet that says Target now restocked. The PlayStation 5. Uh-oh. Now, let me tell you how many Friday Target restockings I have attempted. <laughs> Multiple. I mean, probably every Friday with a few missing, right? Since November? Probably. Probably. Wow. So I'm like, ugh, I literally like roll my eyes because I'm like, and they always do it right in prime time of work, right? So I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is so annoying. I was like, well, let me just try it. Let me just see if I can. You're like, just you're on your own for a minute. Yeah, basically. Because I had like four minutes before I had to be like on the air, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, let me try. Click the link, go through, add it to my cart. Now, if you remember the saga from before, <laughs> this happens a lot. You get to your cart, it shows it in the cart, you hit checkout, uh-huh. and then it says it's sold out. So like, <laughs> This is the saga that I've, you know, been up to for years now <laughs> or for almost a year now. So I, um, I, um, <laughs> I hit, um, bye and uh-huh. it said, congratulations. You have, wow. you know, your, your order went through and I was like, why? I'm like, why did I just do that? Like, I don't <laughs> even want this thing. So like Friday rolled around. My Friday was really busy. And like, I didn't even go pick it up because it was a Target pickup thing. You got like, Target has it to where you have to pick it up in their stores uh-huh. only, but you also, you know, it's a very limited number when they do it. So the yeah. one that I was able to get it at was up closer to work. And I was like, eh, I mean, you know, I got to drive all the way back up there to get it, like 20 minutes. I don't really, 
I almost want to like cancel it. I almost want to like cancel it, but but I know it's like a prime possession right now. I feel guilty. (laughs) So then I finally on Saturday went up and I decided to pick it up, and I'm like, oh, she's like, oh wow, you were lucky to get one. I'm like, yeah, I guess it's fine. Thank I've you. I've only been trying since November. Now yeah. I don't even care about it. I don't it. even care. I don't even want this thing. Like I'm <laughs> dragging it behind me out the store. Like, there we go. <laughs> Take it home. Now, most people would be excited, right? Like they, they'd set their PlayStation up. They'd be ready to play their game. I, I did buy a, the one game that looked of, of medium interest to me. Because none of the games even look good to me right now. Like I settled for a Spider-Man game, which sounded somewhat interesting to me. Um. And the, the the PlayStation's still sitting here in the box. It's still just sitting here. Mm. And because I have this weird guilt now, of like I worked too damn hard <laughs> to not have this thing. <laughs> but will I ever play it? I don't oh, even know. Oh, do you know any People, sweet kids you could give that to? I know. Christmas? I almost, I almost want right. to like just give it to somebody that would really appreciate it. You know what I mean? Like there's people that would yes. really die for this thing right now. I'm yes. just over here just sitting on it. It's becoming like a coffee table over here. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Will I ever play it? I'm sure I will. It's y'all literally, let me tell you how ridiculous this is. It's $500. Okay. Yeah. Now am I, am I going to pay $500 for it? No, no of course not. Mm-mm. Honestly, when I start doing my calculations, I don't think I'm going to pay much at all for it. Like mm-hmm. it's not a cost, but still upfront investment, $500 uh-huh. plus tax. Uh-huh. It's like $525. Something like that. Uh-huh. Just sitting there, uh-huh. just sitting there. Just <laughs> wondering why all the other PlayStations in the, from the factory are. <laughs> and now, how much paperwork are you going to have to do? Not paperwork, but. Oh, how much like how scamming much am I going to have to do? Yeah. Oh, so much. Yeah. So much. <laughs> so much. You have to spend so much time on so many apps trying to get your money. I know. I know. Oh, so. I don't know. I'm sure. That one day will come when I'll play it. <laughs> but isn't that true of so many things in life, though? Yeah. We covet like, something, eh. and then we get it, and we don't even care eh. about it. It's just sitting there. But we think it's the greatest thing it's ever, just, and yeah, we just, have to have it. Sometimes that's, you know, that's like a relationship, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you I really, don't want a relationship you, still, so that's... Uh, <laughs> well, but I mean, you know, you really want to be in a relationship with somebody, yeah. and you work so hard to get there, and then when they come around, you go, eh. Yeah, <laughs> just whatever. Maybe so, not. Anyway, I've got a PlayStation 5, so that's cool. Oh, gosh. Um, that's funny. I want to hear this story. Let me see. We're kind of running. Uh, we got we got a few minutes. Mm. Um, what did you do this weekend? My mom always, you know. <laughs> oh, jeez. Another consistency on this podcast is <laughs> that I worry about my parents. <laughs> Because uh, they're they're in the age they're in the age bracket of like getting scammed, right? Like <laughs> they they're too trusting. They're too trusting. They hear things and they're like, "Oh, I should I should do this," you know. Like we've talked I've many times. I've always been too trusting. Not your dad, though. He doesn't trust anybody. So what happened this weekend then? <laughs> well, you know, I've been on this quest for CBD oil, right? Mm-hmm. So I left my car at the car wash on Friday. Oh, this is another story. Left my car at the car wash on Friday, which is at the mall, the outlet mall. Okay. And decided I would walk the outlet mall for my, you know, 30, 45 minute walk. All right. That's nice. So I go by the place where I buy produce and I never really had looked at the signs in the windows, right? I just always walked in, got my produce. Sure. And I looked over and it says CBD oil sold here. Oh. Oh. I'm like, 
Oh, at my produce market. Yeah, they came to you. Yeah. So I go in and I ask the girl that, you know, I usually get my produce from about it. She goes, oh, I really don't know anything about it. That's, that's Leslie. She's the owner. So I really can't tell Wait, you. what she's... kind of store is this? It's a produce market. Like, like, uh, like. Like fruits and vegetables. And like, it's a storefront though? Uh-huh. Yeah. They're, okay. at, they're actually in a, in a store in the mall. Okay. And. She says, I really don't know much about it, but I know that, that we sell a lot of it. What are you looking for it for? And I said, oh, I guess sleep. And she goes, oh, well, a lot of people buy this one. And I said, oh, I said, well, do you know anything about it at all? And she said, no, nothing. And I said, well, how much is it? She said, it's $70. And I was like, no, wow, no, I'm not going to pay that. I don't mm-hmm. for something I don't know anything about. She says, well. Now, we do have these, and I had seen these in these little containers, these little clear plastic containers on the wall. We do have these little CBD candies that mm. people buy a lot. Okay. And people start out like on with 10 milligrams and mm-hmm. then go up to 15, blah, blah, blah. And she said, would you like to try those? I said, well, how much are those? And she said, just a dollar each. And I said, oh, Okay. For a buck, I'll try 10 of sure. those. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I brought them home. I took one I took one the first night. I slept okay, not that much difference. The second night, I said to your dad, I told him what was going on. He goes, <laughs> wait a minute. Let me get this straight. You're taking a candy, a piece of candy from your produce market <laughs> that cost a dollar and you think it has CBD oil in it and you oh, don't really God. know what it has in it. It didn't have yeah. any markings, nothing. It was just in a little cellophane wrapper. <laughs> I said, no, but what have I got to lose? He says, you don't know what you're putting in your body. And then I died laughing. I thought, this really is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I you're said, just a little right. too trusting sometimes. This you know what I mean? This is crazy. I'm not going to eat any more CBD candy. Well, I think I don't. Yeah, that's that's kind of suspect because I don't think I think legally CBD has to have like a um like a um like a warning on it. You know I what I mean? Know. Like this a, says nothing on it. Like a like a warning or a um. Mm-mm. Like a heads up on there, like a little label that says no, something about CBD on nothing. nothing. There's they no just, brand name. It's just yeah, a little cell phone wrapper. I don't know. I don't know if I should trust that. Maybe I don't want to <laughs> spend any more one dollars on that one. So, so then I go back to get my my car right, and my my car has been moved from where I left it, but it's running. Okay. And I'm like okay, and and he finished it up, and I took off, and I got half a mile down the road, and my. A little, a little signal came up that said, key not in car. I was like, what does that mean? My key's not in my car. I'm driving my car. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I've got to turn around and go back and just ask this guy. So I pulled back up in the car wash and I thought, I'm not turning my car off because I don't know where the key is and I don't know if I can crank it again. And he goes, Oh, let me talk to the guy. He says, "Hey, did you move this?" He's like, "Yeah." He said, "Did you? Where'd you do with the key?" He's like, "I don't have the key." I'm like, "Oh no, here we go." He looked in the lockbox, no key. Oh God! And then all of a sudden, the little guy that had finished my car came there you over. Go with little guy again? Yeah, little guy. He, this what? little guy was a big guy, though. What do we talk about, a little guy? Though we don't we I don't, don't use know. that I term just anymore. Call him little guy because he's young. 
Oh, okay. That's, yeah. that's your thing this for guy, young. This guy was young. Okay. He wasn't little, but he okay. was young. And he comes over and he says, whoops, I stuck it in my pocket. And I said to the guy, so I said, the bigger guy, the manager, I said, why would my car run without my key in it? And he said, well, some of the newer cars will allow you to go for yeah. a little ways. I go, my car's a 2013. Well, that's goes, probably why. That was like that oh. was like back in the day when there was a yeah, like if you have like an auto crank with it, you don't have to put your key in the car, you know? Right. Um as long you just had needed to like my Kia would do the same thing. Like as long as it was cranked, like it was it was it. It would let you Even know your key's not in there. Key in there? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my. I know. So that's, that's what worries scary. me. Just be a little <laughs> So, <laughs> careful. Anyway, I'm not, not like my mom drives like a really because I, I, you would think like somebody <laughs> could steal a car that way, right? But yeah. I don't think anybody's trying to steal your 2013 Hyundai. I don't think so. There were much nicer cars at the car wash than mine. Yeah. So, I took my $10 bag of CBD oil candy and my car with my key and went back home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite an eventful weekend. And I was like, I should probably not tell Stephen this story, but it is yep. funny. But it's one of those, oh, I need to lock you up stories. Yeah. I just get worried with you guys up there. It's not good. It's not Crazy good. Crazy mom. All right. Let's get to our quote of the day, mom. Okay. F. Scott, F. Scott Fitzgerald. Such Who a wonderful wrote what? Arthur. For whom the bells toll. Wait. What did F. Scott Fitzgerald write? I forget. For whom the bells toll. No, but it's like, what's he most famous for? Why are we forgetting this right now? Gone with the wind. Uh, the seagulls. What? The seagulls. What are you talking about? Did he? Didn't he write Jonathan Seagull? What was that what? story? What? What is F. Scott Fitzgerald? Oh, Great Gatsby. The Great Gatsby. There it is. Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, we had to solve that. I don't one. know if he even wrote for whom the bells toll. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Honestly, <laughs> it's been too long. You've had but a glass of wine a- today, haven't you? No, but I'm very tired. Oh, is you're tired? I've been on the dock too <laughs> Like long. you're a little loose today. You're a little loose. No, I've been on the dock today. Okay. Just sort of lulled to sleep. It was so beautiful outside today. And we sat out there for a couple of hours. It's so fabulous. A little loopy. So my my brain is kind of down in the water. Um, for what it's worth, it's never too late to be whoever you want to be. Well, that's true. I hope you live a life you're proud of. And if you find you're not, I hope you have the strength to start over again. Hmm, that's nice. I do. I like that. Maybe that was in The Great Gatsby. <laughs> not sure. Um, I don't, yeah. Like, why not? Why not? Yeah, it's never too late. It's never why too not? late. If you don't like the life you're living, stop and figure out what it is that you don't like about it and what can you do to change it. I always wonder that with couples that like just feel like it's been so long. Mm-hmm. They're like, what's the point? Hmm. Should never give up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like couples that don't really want to be with their partner anymore, but they're like, I mean, we've been together for 25 years. Like, mm-hmm. no, should always try to make it better. Yeah. Take it from um, me. 50 years with J-Mac. Uh, that was a long time. Yeah. Long next time. month. Next month will be, will be 50 years. November. Uh, what is it? Oh, yeah, you're right. Two months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, two months. Yeah, why not? Why couldn't you? Tell me why you couldn't start a new life tomorrow. Right. Exactly. And let's let's go through some of those thoughts. So like, mm, because it'd be uncomfortable. Okay, well, there's a lot of things that are uncomfortable. Right. Uh, but, but have you survived them? Yeah. 
Um, well, I don't, I don't know if I'd make enough money. Okay. Well, how much money do you really need to make? Mm-hmm. You know, what do you, what are you really trying to do with your life? Do you want to be miserable and rich or do you want to be happy and, you know, make an okay live? What, I don't, I don't know. Every situation right. can be Whatever different. Whatever it is. But I feel like we always, we stop there. It's like, oh, I could never. I have a friend that does it all the time. She goes, mm-hmm. oh, I, I don't know. I just can't. But I mean, and spits out like a thousand excuses of why she can't do something. Uh-uh. Um, she was, uh, she wanted to get, get motivated recently for a uh to work out more and to get in shape and she's like oh i don't have time i can't you know i got i got a job i got kids mm-hmm. um and i'm like you can all you can do whatever you want as long as you really want to do it you know so mm-hmm. her and i because this is when i was kind of kind of in a workout lull too I was like let's do a workout challenge we put some money up on a line we'll say day by day we'll do like you know we'll do i forget 30 days or whatever put money mm-hmm. up on the line. Whoever works out the most days will win the money. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the, let's say 30 days, like she worked out all 30 days. And I was yeah. like, see, like, like you, you tell yeah. like, like you, you were done. Like you had already told yourself, you already told yourself you couldn't do it. Right. Exactly. And now there's no wager and she's still working out all the time because she just, she had to get rid of that, that, that self-limiting belief. Mm-hmm. That she couldn't do it. Because mm-hmm. if you tell yourself you can't do it, you can't do it. That's right. But That's it kind of right. works in the same way too. The opposite. Yes. If you tell yourself you can, I, I bet, I bet you'll find a will in a way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. To get it done. So that's nice. That's yeah, nice. Yeah, I like that. Even though he didn't write for him the belt at all, it's, uh, that was Ernest Hemingway. I love but my hey, mom first we're talking about nineteen twenties. My mom hey. first started the show. She'd do research on all the quotes and everything. <laughs> now she just Google's probably three minutes before we start. Like, <laughs> well, I know that he's credible. I know he's. <laughs> um, I know he was a great author. I just forgot what he wrote. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Honestly. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get to. Uh, we're gonna get to uh, Monday. Um, not Monday motivation. What do we call this? Maryland Mental Health Monday. Monday. Oh. No. oh, I didn't even do a Maryland Monday. We're going to skip it this week because I forgot to plan for it. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, we'll get back to you next week. We'll get over um, it. Let's talk about, uh, before we get to our Mental Health Monday, our uh, HelloFresh is back on this week. Thank you to HelloFresh oh, for being good. here. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit, and fall is super busy. Kids are back in school now. HelloFresh recipes save you time. You'd otherwise be spending on meal planning, shopping, and chopping. So you can get back to what matters, right? HelloFresh's family-friendly menu is the big win for back-to-school season with easy, delicious recipes for drama-free dinners. Because, yeah, dinner can get pretty dramatic, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Honestly. HelloFresh. at the end of the day, everybody's tired and grumpy and hungry. Oh, yeah. Mm -mm. HelloFresh offers 50 menu items and market items uh, to choose from every single week. And they got vegetarian meals. They got calorie smart meals, extra special gourmet options. There's something for everyone to enjoy with recipes designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. So I'm going to take the offer this week they got for you. Ready for it? 14 free meals. My family uses HelloFresh. It's a, a really easy process. My mom uses it. My sister uses it. 
um, go to HelloFresh.com slash 14Kramer and use code 14Kramer for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. It's HelloFresh.com slash 14Kramer and use the code 14Kramer for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. It is from HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, uh, we get to Mental Health Monday in a second. First, thank you to everyone that voted for Podcast Magazine. Got that out yes. of the way for this month. I didn't send out one text reminder though, so it'll be. It'll, we'll see. We'll see how this month falls. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I forgot to tell certified fans. I totally forgot about it because like, I think I got poo poo with it, and then I was like, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, listen, I we get mom. We may need to change our goal. Um, we said we were going to get 10 new certified fans this month, but maybe not. Maybe we'll just stick with our plan. My mom's birthday month this month. And that was going to be our, our, our goal was getting 10 new certified fans. We did not get one over the weekend, but we did lose somebody else. No, (laughs) it's fine. No, why? I don't know. Nobody tells me why they just leave. They just leave me like everyone leaves me. Um, so uh, certified fans, by the way, are people that can donate a couple bucks a month to support the podcast and you kind of become this inside club. Like, for example, you yeah. get different things that you don't get, you know, but the regular listeners don't get. Like, for example, my mom posted a childhood picture of me licking something, some kind of spoon today. <laughs> so you never know what might pop up on that that fan page. Uh, but you also get things like discounts on merch and all kind of fun stuff. So... um. When we don't have somebody, oh, you get a show dedicated to you when you join. Mm-hmm. And when we don't have anybody new, what we do is we go back and we thank someone who's been here for a while. So since we don't have anybody new, we will go back. Wait, where's my wheel? Did they, oh. take, did they get rid of my wheel that I spin every day? Oh, it's right here. Yeah. Here it is. I literally just Google spin a wheel. Um, <laughs> wait, where is that wheel? For real though, real... Every day, all I have to do is just go, is this it right here? Maybe this is it. Hang on. Ah, here it is. We're fine. We're good. <laughs> it's like, no, you can't go away. All right, spin the wheel. Yes. When we don't have somebody new, we just go back and we think someone's been here for a while. Thank you so much for your support. Today, certified fans number 280. Certified fan 280 is Kathy K. Kathy K lives in Litchfield Park, Arizona. She has been a certified fan now since uh, August of 2020. And Kathy K, we are super appreciative of you. I don't know if you've received a whoop or not, but today is all about you. So thank you, Kathy K. Yes. And for you, Kathy K, this is your whoop whoop. Yes. Whoop whoop to Kathy K. Thank you so much. Over a year. So awesome. grateful. Thank you, Kathy Kay. Mm-hmm. So if you uh, if you want to become a certified fan, text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. All right. Mom, that'll do it for you today. Okay. I know you're glad. Why? You're a little, little loosey-goosey <laughs> over a here? loopy today. I see that. Even without right. alcohol. Mm. I know. Okay, honey. All right. Love, love you, you forever. 
So on Monday, we do something called Mental Health Monday. This is just uh, it's a good way to start the week. And my therapist friend Leah comes on and we just break down one subject of mental health. Going to spend the next couple of minutes just breaking one thing down. Anybody else just terrible with change? Terrible. Terrible with change. I don't do it well. Never have. Don't even know why I'm not good with it, but I don't know. Um, if you're not good at change, this episode's going to be for you. Leah, let's let's start breaking this down because change is inevitable. Like, and I even know it. Like, I spend so much time in therapy. I spend so much time in spirituality. I spent so much time in everything, knowing there's nothing guaranteed more than change. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I still cannot process it. We're about a month in, about, well, I don't know when this is going to air, but um, we're, who knows how long in to <coughs> about a year anniversary of of me moving to Maryland. I'm still struggling with it, but it's not like it's the first time where change has really like rocked me to my core. Um, how, how in the world do you handle change knowing that life's going to do it to you? This reminds me of a Taylor Swift song and I can't think of the lyrics right now, but essentially it was like, you can, <laughs> I'm going to put it. I feel it's like, like, you're, you I feel can, like you're, you you're losing credibility. <laughs> anyways let's talk about like the seasons and they change but i couldn't you know i could never plan on was it willow i think it was willow no 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 i know that that 90s trend or right no 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 it's a difference that's one of our older songs i think on red i'll have to get back to you on that one we can't wait (laughs) um so change (laughs) well okay and i think this is a really good topic especially if you're participating in therapy because like true healing and change only happens when you're open to it. Right. And the thing about change is even if it's a good change and positive and helpful for your mental health and overall well-being, it's often difficult because you're, you're kind of in new territory, especially if you're changing a behavior or something that you've done your whole life, even if Mm. it's not working, it's really hard because there's fear of messing up. There's fear of, like, what will, will that be helpful? Right? Like a lot of people, I think it's like, well, why would I change? I don't know if that's going to help. And then you kind of fear um, it backfiring. Like I think a lot of people avoid therapy because it's, I've heard this all the time is like, well, it won't actually help. Like doing anything different won't actually help. Like I'm pretty much, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like, I, yeah, like I'm I, a lost I, cause, like it doesn't, you know? And yeah. so it's one of those things where I've been like this for 30 some odd years, like totally. I'm not, yeah, right. And then that belief gets in the way of mm-hmm. doing some serious growth and healing. And, and I mean, that what's, I mean, I wouldn't be in this field if I didn't believe that people could truly change and work through really tough stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so with that yeah. said, yes, let's say that, I mean, cause I guess change can come in a lot of different ways, right? We just kind of, and, and all of those are kind of different. I don't, I don't know the common thread between changing habits versus changing life versus changing relationships other than like things are different than they were before. Yeah. Um, but what, like, how, how do you, cause like, I'll, I'll just take my, my own personal situation at hand yeah. because it's all about me. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll take a, a move. Okay. We'll take, or, or job change either way. Okay. Um, and like, I will, we'll take a move. I think it moves it a little easier to like articulate, you yeah. know? So, um, you move to a new place and everything's new. Everything's different. Everything's different the way it was before. But this really happens anytime I move anywhere. Like when I moved to California, hated it. When I moved to Phoenix, hated it. When I moved to Florida, I don't think I hated Florida actually. 
Um, cause Florida was like always the dream spot when you grew up in Georgia, like, Oh my God, I'm in Florida like this. It doesn't get much better than this right now. Uh, moved to Maryland, hated it. You know, like it's just every time it's just this struggle of like hatred because it's so different than it was before. Mm-hmm. And I think that even I can see that a little bit in my dating life to where things feel different than my marriage at mm-hmm. times, obviously a new relationship, new situation, different mm-hmm. ways of handling things. Um, so let's go back here. And like, what do you, what, what is the way to digest this newness, if you will? I think it's knowing that it, I think it's what well, I think the first, my, the first thought I had when you were talking about it is that there's always a learning curve, even if you're doing the same type of work or the same job for a di- if you do it at a different company or with a different mm. person or with in a different work culture and environment, there's going to be differences and obvious changes, right? Sure. And so it's, I think the first step is knowing that there's a learning curve. I think they say for most jobs to get acclimated, it takes six months to a year typically, right? Okay. Like to really feel sure. like you're in your groove and you know what to do and you know the culture. And so right. I think this having faith in that learning curve and being okay with not being the greatest is the biggest part and knowing you're going to mess up or that things are, aren't going to be smooth. I think just that knowledge and acceptance of change requires patience and time and knowing that it's okay. So again, kind of again, Oh my gosh, I'm all over the place. But I was, I was thinking just that self-compassion again. It's just so of like, uh, it kind of reminds me of Brene Brown. Um, I remember her yeah. first podcast episode, she was talking about FFTs. We've talked about FFTs on this podcast before too, about mm-hmm. effing first times, if you will, about mm-hmm. how like when you start anything or change anything, it's, it's mm-hmm. gonna suck. Like you're gonna suck at it. And that's almost the hardest part is like, knowing that it's going to suck mm-hmm. or like, I guess in the, in the sense of moving, uh, like the things are going to be different and like yeah. allowing that space for things to be different. Mm-hmm. And I guess what I always do is I always like use comparison backwards of mm-hmm. like, does that make sense? Like, I'm always like, well, what like, uh, it, well, well, when I lived when I lived in Phoenix, the Mexican food didn't taste like this. Right. well, when Even I lived in Florida, back. we had alligator. I don't know, like you know what I mean. Like right, I did, right. that's like, and it's like almost like a like a subconscious thing that I do. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I purposely sit there and like say, like, okay, today I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna take this and this and compare it to this and that. But almost like this, and I don't know if everyone does this or not. And I mean, you can tell me through your time of being a therapist, but I find a way to like subconsciously start to compare old mm-hmm. versus new. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I do it. I don't mean to do it, but I just do it. Um, is that is that a common thing, or is that just a me thing? Is it just a me thing? No, I think like- it's pretty common. And I think the whole idea of mindfulness and meditation is the idea of not judging something or labeling right. something as good or bad, right? Or you know, this was better than this. This workplace is better than the one before, or this mm-hmm. is worse than what I was doing over there, or you know, this food's better over here. <laughs> and I, and because I think when you can just say it's just different, right. I mean. I will say East Coasters will will argue until their death about the pizza being terrible in California which <laughs> with the idea of not like comparing it, right? Like you, it's like, you're not moving to California for the pizza, right? So it's just like acknowledging that as an example <laughs> is that it's going to be different. It won't be my favorite, but it doesn't mean there aren't other cuisines out there. 
Okay. So, okay. 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 You're not trying to replace one with the other two. I think that's something to, to be mindful of is you're not trying to completely erase a whole chapter. Just because one thing is one way doesn't mean that it has to be the other way. Like just because you're not eating pizza on the East coast doesn't mean that the West coast pizza can't taste like this and they don't have to always be in competition with one another. Exactly. But you know, the East coast or listeners might might they're pissed right now. How about I say, how about I say Maryland's got better Mexican food than San Diego. Then I really just got shit started up. (laughs) But we're by the border. I mean, that would be really that would be shocking. But I mean, I'd be open and for all to my Maryland can... listeners. That's like me saying that crabs are better in San Diego than they are yeah. in uh, than in Maryland, right? So, okay, 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 okay. We so get that's it. We kind get of it. my thought on we that. Get what we get it? Okay, that we all yeah. felt we all felt that emotion in us. Okay, and we got yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> End of segment. So, so I think oh, is that it? We're that's good? it. No, I'm I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, no, but like, but like, okay, but, th- but like doing that alone, like that just, that is an example of like something right. you're, you're passionate about. And that seems to be the, the two food sensitivities that I felt living in both places. Yeah. Uh, pride, I guess you could say. And even pride, like a lot of people, you know, California has a lot of transplants and people take pride in their like home state. Oh, yeah. It's of oh, origin. Yeah. And I think it's not a matter of you just say, see, like California is better. Like people go for different opportunities. Right. So I think it's the idea a kind of, and we t- I actually mentioned this earlier before we were recording is like the, and, but, so I can love and appreciate, you know, the East coast if I grew up there and also am willing to be open to new experiences in California. So not that one's better than the other, or there's judgment or, um, yeah, like a, I guess a hierarchy if, or sure. doesn't have idea. to be. Okay. Oh, that's smart. Right. That's smart. And so when, when, uh-huh. when you feel that change, you don't necessarily have to, it's not like someone has to be the winner. Ex- it's exactly. not like either, yeah. in a new relationship. One, one person that, that you were with in the past doesn't have to be better or worse than the other. You exactly. know, like, that's and, I interesting. Also, and I also think that we can look at experiences as like seasons. And I remember a client really, and I actually really liked it just talking about seasons. And so it's not about, yeah, which relationships better or what season of their life was better. You know, I think a lot of times we'll look fondly at a certain age or a certain time in our life and almost, um, it's nostalgia, but then it's also, (laughs) we're living in the past and almost like wishing we were there versus that was a season and I can appreciate and value it. And also, grow and learn from what I'm going through right now. Mm-hmm. Look at this girl right here. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Leah. Brain parts, but uh, God, yeah, there. I do. We can I there. have the lyrics? Can we read these lyrics? Uh, yes. Which, which, <laughs> which, which Taylor Swift, uh, masterpiece are you going to bring into our existence right now? This is Taylor Swift's last kiss. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to sing it. I'm just going to one and a two. And no, no, no. So it goes, and I hope the sun shines and it's a beautiful day and something reminds me you wish you had stayed. You can plan for a change in in the weather and time, but I never planned on you changing your mind. What? (laughs) What? You ended really strong and now I'm confused what you're talking about. I just it reminded me of change. Oh. (laughs) Some things we don't plan for, like oh. a breakup. Well, she was probably 16. So like, uh, yeah, yeah. You, might, you might, you might want to plan for like a breakup here and there. Okay. She really is a good therapist. I promise. Uh, you can <laughs> <she laughs> <should laughs> <follow laughs> <that. laughs> No, you, 
<laughs> before you lose all credibility oh my with the audience. Um, <laughs> this is uh, this is Leah Geary. She's a, a great It was therapist. a stream of consciousness, if anything. Are you, uh, do you also take patients or no? Um, currently not taking new clients in my oh. private practice and I work at a clinic. Um, I will be transitioning to private practice in the next few months full time, but that that's in 2022. Okay. Well, look yeah. at you. We'll look forward to that. Uh, in the meantime, you can go follow her social media, which is what? At your modern therapist. And there I have the link to my website and the blog I have on psychology today. And that's it for the week. I'm literally sitting here. And that's it for today. Tomorrow we'll come back and we get a brand new Ask My Mom. So hopefully you can be here for that advice segment. I'm sitting here looking at this PlayStation. I'm sure there's someone that would really like to have this PlayStation. I should probably, I know the message will say probably donate it. Give it to somebody. But then I did that and I'll be sad it's not here. What is that? What is that life lesson there where you're like, (laughs) I don't really want it, but I don't want to give it away. It's fine. Anyway, have the best Monday ever. I'll see you back here tomorrow, okay? Hi, Kramer, Mom and Nancy. This is April Marie calling from San Diego. Um, I had a couple of thoughts from Ask My Mom. So, like, in my early 20s, I developed a rule for myself when dating that, you know, I never go back to somebody who broke up with me. It's like, break my heart once, shame on you. Break my heart twice, shame on me for giving you the chance to do it again. So that line that really shook me uh, when she said, why did it take a breakup to happen for you to become everything I've ever wanted? Well, why is it all about her? So it brings me to think of the quote that you probably heard before. If you can't handle me at my worst, then you probably don't deserve me at my best. Now, she left when things got hard. Now, I don't know if there were attempts to fix things along the way, but at the end of the story, she left when you were probably when you probably needed her the most. But kudos to you for working on yourself and getting mentally and physically better. Um, yeah, I, I I I would really question maybe have a conversation and question her. Why does she? What? Why is it all about her? You know, um, maybe she did you a favor. Maybe she did you the favor to find somebody who will treat you better. And I haven't go back, but that's my two cents. Thanks for all you guys do for the podcast and giving us stuff to listen to in our day. Love you forever. Hi, Kramer. My name is Eliana. I'm calling from San Diego, California, and I was just listening to your podcast about helicopter parents. I can totally relate to you. I am almost 30, and my mom, every morning when I wake up, I have a text from her, good morning. She'll text me if I have a doctor's appointment. She wants to make sure if I got there on time. Every day, FaceTime. My dad calls me at least once a day. So yes, I don't think you're the only one with helicopter parents. I don't mind it whenever they don't text me or call me. I get weirded out, so I think I'm used to it at this point. But anywho, I just wanted to call and give you my my situation love you forever bye okay that's it for today thanks for listening to my son's podcast certified mama's boy be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends love you forever